0: Knickknacks is a monthly newsletter where I recommend things to my audience that are outside the bounds of movies and television shows. Recommendations Recommendations typically include videos, music, social media accounts, podcasts, YouTube channels, and books. You can also subscribe to this newsletter via Substack and get it delivered to your inbox as an email. Greetings, everyone. It's the 29th already. Summer's been fun so far, but not without its challenges. In my house, it's been absolutely wonderful to wake up without having to rush my kids off to school, and I get to just enjoy the quiet, like right now. Sometimes I wake up early to get things done, and I get to have even more quiet. This morning, I got up and did some yard work. It was amazing. Of course, I can't let things go completely off the rails, and I have to have some structure, but it's a lot more relaxed around here without homework and other things we have to constantly manage during the school year. It's allowed me to enjoy a lot more things including them. As is the purpose of this newsletter, I've compiled a few things that I've been enjoying lately, things that weren't covered in the podcast, and I'm recommending that you give them a look because they're great. As far as listening goes, Wiser Than Me with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Most people love Seinfeld. Most people love Veep. Everyone loves Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's a funny lady, which she's proven over her decades-long career in television comedy. In this podcast, she's meeting a need In the celebrity podcasting space, she's talking to older women. When other celebrities are cashing in on podcast deals based on the current gold rush of audio content, pooping out episodes about whatever, just to bump up subscribers for Spotify and raise their own profile, Dreyfus Mm -hmm. is providing something valuable. That's not to say people can't enjoy other shows. It just means those shows are less interesting. Dreyfus looked around at the interview landscape and noticed... How few examples existed of women in show business, specifically older women, having their wisdom shared? As a now older woman in show business herself, Dreyfus uses this podcast to record interviews with the likes of Jane Fonda, Rhea Perlman, and her season closer, the great Carol Burnett. It's a great episode. Dreyfus is very personable and genuine, and she provides a comfortable, warm space for her guests to be the same, their raw, funny selves. As they tell stories about how they got started in show business, the challenges they faced as working women, their personal struggles, and what they've learned most from their years in the business. It's fascinating content that I honestly don't know where to get anywhere else. Not at this scale. Dreyfus has opted for the short season approach to her podcast, which is ideal for anyone with you know, a life and a real job. So I'll have to wait a while for her next round of interviews, but I'll be ready and eager to dive in when those are ready. In the meantime, I recommend the show to everyone. As far as watching goes, we've got Danny Go on YouTube. So Danny Go has been a godsend for me when I'm home with my little kids. His channel is full of terrific music videos that showcase original music written to teach small children about the value of optimism, love, curiosity, imagination, service, and fun. There's also longer Episodes that feature Danny Goh visiting a fire station, conducting a ball drop experiment with his scientist friend Pat pap or exploring the five love languages for kids. Danny Coleman climbed the ladder at Lowe's for over a decade. By the way, that was not a poem when I wrote that. I wish I hadn't written it that way, but there it is. Danny Coleman climbed the ladder at Lowe's for over a decade, and in 2019, he renounced the beginning of his passion project for children's entertainment. It's remarkable how he does it. If your profession is production-related, you can have fun breaking down his supposed process like I do. He uses green screen keying, probably programs like Adobe After Effects and Audition, and possibly a single camera. It goes to show you how simple the overhead can be for making great content. As long as you have the heart and passion to make something great and the technical mastery, you can make a large impact without going broke. Here's a little bit from their website. The purpose of the show is to inspire creativity, confidence, and kindness in kids from ages two to seven. Here's what you'll find in our videos. Catchy, professionally produced music that kids and parents will love. Kid-friendly learning, science experiments, math basics, vocabulary. Agenda-free lessons about friendship, self-control, and respect. Good-natured silliness and fun and real-life exploration, i.e. animal shelter, fire station, trampoline park. His channel currently has less than 300,000 subscribers, but the videos have millions of views. If you're not into YouTube, there's also a number of kid-friendly apps and services that feature his content, including Kadoodle.tv and Yippee. I really recommend this to any parent who's looking for something wholesome for their preschool age kids to watch. This has gotten me through many a morning where I'm otherwise busy, and now my sons know all the songs and they sing them to each other. Danny Go is wonderful. So that's youtube.com slash at Danny Go or DannyGo.net. As far as reading, how children survived 40 days in the Colombian jungle. This BBC article is a report about four kids who survived a plane crash in Colombia and then survived 40 days in the jungle. They're aged 13, 9, 4, and 1. The kids survived because they'd already spent a copious amount of time in the jungle with their family learning what fruits were not safe to eat, how to build shelters, and playing survival as a game. Hard to find a group of kids better suited to actual survival in the wilderness. The 13-year-old sister stepped up and kept everyone alive, nourished, and in good spirits, which is all the more impressive considering one of the fatalities from that plane crash was their mother. The deep skills possessed by these indigenous children are skills that anyone can learn, though most of us aren't inclined to do so, which is another reason why I recommend the following book. Outdoor Kids in an Inside World, Getting Your Family Out of the House and Radically Engaged with Nature by Stephen Rinella. I've recommended this book before, though never in this newsletter. Stephen Rinella is a hunter and the face of the meat eater lifestyle brand. He's also a father of three, and he's passed his passion and knowledge of hunting, fishing, gardening, and land management to his children. In this book, he lays out simple ways that any parent can get their kids out of the house. And radically engaged with nature no matter where they live. You can get them started fishing in a nearby creek or pond, learn the best plants to garden in your area, learn to identify birds and plants, and more. I'm not saying you can read this book and suddenly your children will be prepared to fend for themselves in the Amazon for a month. Think of it as a way to connect with your kids, to learn some useful skills yourself, and to feel like you're actually doing something with your free time that feels meaningful instead of scrolling a device. Up next, we got The Devil's Hand by Jack Carr. In my April knickknacks, I recommended Savage Son by Jack Carr. I've now finished the next book in that series, The Devil's Hand. This is the fourth book in the Terminal List James Reese series, and it involves a bioweapon attack on the United States by Iran, simulating a naturally occurring respiratory virus. Carr has a lot of opinions about lockdowns following COVID which was happening towards the end of his research on this novel, and those opinions are all over this book. This is also the most plainly I've noticed his editorializing in all of his books, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. On the one hand, it's annoying and it makes the books feel preachy. On the other, it's his prerogative as the author, he can do whatever he wants, and to his credit, it's always within the third-person omniscient description of whichever character is the focus of the chapter he's writing. It's more of a nitpick than a criticism, it's just something that stood out to me this time around. As always, his books are full of extremely specific knowledge of firearms, military tactics, and Navy SEAL fetishizing. I'll allow it because it's his background, his area of expertise, and it's a novel. I still enjoyed the book. Anyone who reads it will be drawing upon their own experiences during the pandemic, whether you were grumpy and flippant about your isolation, angry at others for being cautious, or gasping for life on a ventilator. It's going to trigger that sort of memory. As for my other written works, you can find it all in the link in the show notes, along with the previous Knickknacks newsletters. This month, I wrote about the inevitability of hardship and what you can do about it. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next month.